nose. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, go like this on your right eyebrow. All right, just look straight. You're fine. You had something right here. Uh, <laughs> I was thanks. like, I'm unlike y'all motherfuckers letting me go a whole episode <laughs> looking like somebody nutted on my cheek. <laughs> what the fuck? I was so pissed. <laughs> motherfuckers already think I'm gay. <laughs> looking like I did something strange to get our guests to appear on the show. <laughs> That's how we get our guests? That's how we get our guests. It's just me. It's just, just favors. <laughs> Let's just get started. That's a good way to start it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll use that at some point. Yeah. All right. I don't need to do the intro for this, right? Not this one. Not this one. Not this one. Didn't want to do it. Yeah. What's up, motherfuckers? Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 all we're gonna do this week. Um for everyone who's been paying attention and even those who haven't, we just had our live show at the Alamo two days ago on the 19th so we we took a day off just to fucking recuperate like that was a lot setting that up and uh i mean our first live show we were at least six months ahead of schedule from where we thought we would get something like that so um i personally just want to say shout out to everybody who made it um but also even the ones who didn't make it all the messages and yeah. You know, well wishes we got yeah. did not go unnoticed. Yes. We appreciate yeah. you guys reaching out saying, Oh, is it gonna be streamed? Whatever, this and that. Yeah. We have some sort of plan for that. We just didn't do it with this one because we had to make sure we know who we were doing. Yeah. It's a yeah, little bit different sure. when you're for in sure. front of people. So we just had to make sure all the stuff was ironed out. So for the next one yeah. we'll we'll get something going. So people at home that can't come out to LA, you know right. because they live states away across and, the country. And honestly, even which is cool. You, even if you live near an L, near LA and you can't make it out, I mean, even if you're close in LA, it doesn't mean you're that close. Like, this isn't something where we're upset about people not showing up because we had plenty of people show up, to yeah. be honest, man. Yeah, I was, was very surprised at the uh, the amount of people that we had come in, and that was just really dope. It was, was really dope. It was really cool. So yeah. thank you guys at, yeah. uh, at home that reached out to us. We appreciate it. It yeah. was good. And definitely have you guys in mind for when we do something else. Yes. The next show. Yes. So that's hopefully yeah. we'll be back at Alamo. Um, we still got to talk to him about it and everything like that. We just wanted to give it a little bit of breathing room, mm-hmm. you know, um, but more details on that as we have it. Uh, we just really wanted to say thank you to everybody, um, but also give the people who weren't able to come in um, due to being out of state or prior engagements and things like that, we still got to give you something. Mm -hmm. Um, So what we decided to do is we're going to take the uh, first 45 minutes of the episode, which was with the lovely and talented Danny. Thank you so much for being a part of the show because uh, you made it so much better than it was going to be if it was just going to be us. You made us look better. Yeah. For sure. And worse at the same time. Yes. (laughs) That's talent. I love it. It was was really dope having her on. And um, definitely go check her out. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll put the info there and and tag her and stuff like that because she's got a lot of projects she's working on as well. And we'd love to see her get the support that she needs for that. Definitely. But, yeah, Yeah. above all else, thank you guys for making this happen. Thank you to Alamo for making it happen. Thank you, Danny, Sydney, Sydney, everybody there. Even uh, the staff that worked that night and Fernando, having to Roberto, yeah, um, those are homies I know like right off the top of my head. 
um, a lot of other people that were working that night. It was one of my first or second yeah, times. You guys, so. you guys helped us put it together yeah. and kind of, I don't know what their hours were, but they were there to help us set up and then clean up after us yeah. too. So appreciate that. And we're even like not strict on the time in which we had to be finished. Yeah. You know, we had, um, we had said from seven to nine and everything like that. And yeah, there were a little bit of technical issues in the beginning, but mm -hmm. we didn't lose that much yeah. uh, time on the front end. And I was like, man, they're going to cut us at nine, you know, um, even if we're flowing really well. And during the intermission, they were like, well, how long do you want to go? <laughs> and only because the bartenders are, they were told that, you know, they just have to be here till nine because that's yeah. when we normally close. And I was like, well, if that's when you close, that's when you close. Like mm -hmm. we're, we're industry. We understand. And, we get but it. At the same time, it just meant a lot that everyone there was willing to give us another 10, 15, yeah. 20 minutes, whatever we needed. For sure. That like, really spoke yeah. volumes. I, they did. fucked with what we were doing, fucked with us, and yeah. they liked it. So yeah. it was cool. It was really, really good. Yeah. I have nothing additional other than just to – nothing additional other than just what you're going to see yeah. after this. There's going to be the first part of that, and then the second half is just – more so we don't want to give everything away because right. we want you guys to come out next time and and i'm not getting shorter it's just we need new stools yes <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but i don't want to scare anybody out there i'm not shrinking <laughs> it's bad enough but to kind of give a little bit of away yeah. i mean we we gave out some stuff yeah you know we did like a we did a little raffle gave out some yeah. prizes most of the people won there so yeah yeah i mean yeah. if not oh definitely definitely like i want to say about half the people that were there were able to get something yeah. that they were able to, you know, take home and everything, which was really cool. Um, it was stuff that we brought in and stuff from Alamo as mm -hmm. well. Um, we're not going to give you the second hour because, like, I personally feel that um, that was just for the people who were there. Yeah, you know, for sure. Like, we answered a couple questions about ourselves, a couple questions industry-related and things like that. We uh, addressed the uh, message board that was there that's always there on the episodes i'm sure if you uh see once you see this episode you'll see what i'm talking about um but the only people who know that story are the people who were there yeah. so definitely come check us out when we do the next one um i say when even though we haven't like booked it yet but i'm pretty sure gonna we're gonna happen. do another one here soon and we'd love to have twice as many people next time oh, and yeah. just keep growing it because it's not just about us we're trying to build a community here so for sure i want to reiterate that and um, without further ado, we're just going to cut over and you're going to get that that first uh, few minutes with us, with our normal format with Danny. And um, then we will just catch you all next week. Yes. <laughs> Cheers. Peace. Oh, you, you needed it? I did.
that's fascinating. Even though you're going to be listening to us talk, we would love to have everyone like being as engaged and enjoy this as much as possible. Mm -hmm. uh, for those further back who obviously don't know who the hell we are, or why, we're here, <laughs> why they gave us a microphone. <laughs> that was a bad idea. Very bad idea. Uh, so this podcast is called The Industry Perspective, and what we like to do is basically put a human face on the service industry. The people who are serving you your drinks, serving you your food, cleaning up your messes, uh, those are all people too. So this podcast was built in for, just for us to get a, a platform to be able to talk about what it's like to be in this industry. Uh, because a lot of times I get lost uh, with the service industry. A lot of times people think it's a servant industry, not a service industry. And we would love to thank, first and foremost, the Alamo Draft House for letting us record this live. Thank you so much. The wonderful Sydney, because this was actually her idea. So thank you so, so much. Thank you. And also our lovely, lovely guest, Danny. Our, yeah. Thank you so much. Because at first we thought it was just going to be us up here. <laughs> we needed someone way for you. Which is great uh, to have you here. So thank you for that. Thank you so yeah, much for being here. Of course, I love talking. So I'm glad to be here. So does he. So does he. Can't you tell? Yeah. Don't worry. You guys are going to be doing a lot of talking. I'm just going to. Yeah, well, you got the last episode, this one. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so one more thing before we get rolling into the show. If you're looking at your tables, you'll see little guest pads. Um, I didn't get a chance to put pins up, but if you'd like to... Uh, <laughs> Damn, that's yeah. the one thing we forgot. Yes. In the bell. Yes. Yes. Uh, but if you would like to write down any like topics or questions, or just tell me to shut the hell up. I know the bar has pens. Yeah. The bar has pens. Yes. Um, but yeah, so write those down. We will we will be picking those up um, at the end of the first hour, so right around eight o'clock. Mm -hmm. And then we are also going to be doing a raffle around that time as well. So we will be coming around and giving you tickets for everyone who hangs out for the second half. We got a couple of things that we're going to be giving away as well. So everyone gets something out of this. Yeah. yeah. I just want to know. No, keep going. Yeah. No. So, Dang. Yes. Yes. Yeah. How long have you been in the service Um, I've been bartending for two years. Two years? Yeah. Okay, what got you into it? Uh, I wanted money. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so I was actually, I was a lifeguard for like six years. Um, oh, shit. I did that for a year. Oh, cool. It was fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was chill. Not a lot you have to do, but also where I was lifeguarding, it was uh, like minimum wage, you know, yeah. uh, at a pool. And so, I kind of needed more money if I wanted to continue to live in LA. And I had a friend who was working at this restaurant in Venice that um, was just very disorganized and like, were, they were desperate. Mm -hmm. And so me having no experience, he was like, all right, I can bring you in, I can train you how to bartend, and like, then you got the job. Yeah. So I was kind of lucky in that sense that I like found this place that was really desperate for people that they didn't care that I had zero experience. Yeah. Same thing for me, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so, going back to the black party thing, for me, when I did it, it was cool that it was a really easy job. I could just sit there in the sun or whatever. Did you, I know I did, but did you ever just sit there and be like, damn, can somebody fucking drown already? <laughs> 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 so you can get something to do. Yeah, like I got all this training and 
and like nothing's happening. Yeah, like, I, you know, I, I don't think I ever wished that somebody would drown. But well, I, mean, I, I, I understand. Drown until you can rescue them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, not just I, like, oh shit. I will say that lifeguarding, I enjoyed our training much more than the actual job. Because yeah, yeah we got to practice saving, we got to get in the water, we got to use yeah. all these skills. Yeah, most of the time that job is just sitting there, either watching the pool or sitting on your break. So it's a lot of downtime. Um, and that's definitely much different being in this industry because it's constant for the most part, you know. Yeah. Um, it's like, and it needs to be. We're always drowning. When it's yeah. Slow, yeah. Oh yeah, we're always uh, But but before we continue on this part, I, I, I just have to say I picture you as that uh, before Jason Momoa photo as a bodyguard when he was on Baywatch. I can see you posing like that. I can't I can't let that visual go now. <laughs> Okay, as we were. <laughs> Back to drowning kids. Right. Yeah. Wait, not kids. No. Now, we save the kids, we drown the other kids. Yeah, we're not drowning. Yeah. Yeah, no. We don't drown the kids. We're not supportive of that. But we push them into the pool, right? Well. If they were, start, if they were like starting some shit. Yeah. yeah, maybe another kid could push them in. That would be okay. okay. But not him. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it depends on what that kid said to me. Yeah. Yeah, we might have to have some words. Yeah. <laughs> I, do, I do have a friend that, uh, that uh, he holds it over my head that he saved my life mm. at a pool, but he was the one who pushed me in. So it doesn't kind of He, he mm. still says to this day that I owe him my life. I'm like, you owe him a Wookiee life there. I don't know what that is. I know you don't. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but we are at the album, so that makes sense. It's a talking <laughs> Actually, this is great that it's live because now people can I can get their live reaction. This is great. Now it's a way for like the comments of the sections to be like, oh, that was funny. He threw in a little solid. Right. I like he, this. He, he really means this. Nurse. This is great. Yeah, he really he really means it. Anyway, so we were saying. Yeah. <laughs> so you so you got in with like very little experience. Yeah, absolutely zero experience. Um, and I trained like with this friend for, I don't know, what, like a month or so. He was just kind of showing me what to do, teaching me all these cocktails. I, I wasn't familiar with any of it. Um, I figured out what to do, was bartending at this place that didn't have a manager like for a long time. And uh, I don't know, basically there were a lot of problems with that restaurant and so everyone left. So when you mean manager, do you mean like bar manager? Any or? manager of the whole restaurant. So oh, wow. yeah, we had one for like a couple of weeks and then it was a different person for a month. And then there was a time where we didn't have a manager for two months. So all of the employees were taking on like different roles, doing inventory, helping with ordering, like, you know, uh, it, it what was- What kind of place was this? Um, <laughs> what? Sinking ship. Yeah. Even the managers left and they still stayed open? Yeah. I think at that point you just gotta kind of well, shut the doors. What was like the owner, the Well, GM. so, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm not saying the name of this place, so no, it's okay, no, 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 no. but like yeah, a lot yeah, of people think that it's a, um, maybe a front for like something else. Mm. So there was money to keep it afloat, but like the actual quality of the service was not yeah. that, the priority. That's you know? kind of funny because the place where we met actually was very similar to that. It was. Yeah, it was very similar to that. Yeah. But the uh, they didn't have a manager. The owner was the manager. Which was so cool. Yeah. So if they weren't there, there was no manager. And we yeah. all thought it was a front for something else. Like we really did. And they closed down like right after we both left. Yeah. yeah no, I'm, I'm surprised that the, the, the place I started at, I'm so surprised that it's still open because uh, 
everyone left. Eventually then even the bartender who trained me, like they left. So then me, who'd only been bartending for like four or five months at that point, was the only bartender left at this restaurant. So working constant doubles, every shift that it's open, taking care of the bar as well as the whole restaurant, like only me. And, uh, so yeah. if there's a way to learn how to bartend, like, yes. that's for sure. That is it. That um, is it. I didn't have time to be like, I don't know how to make that. I just have to figure out how to right. make it. Right. You know? Yes. Yeah. yeah, you were a Google so bartender at that point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Google bartender, which there's no shame in that. I, I was yeah, until I, I wasn't. You know, right. it's like I had to do that early on. And then it's like just through repetition of doing things, like that's how you learn. I think right. how you learn anything is just by doing it. Well, that's every job. Yeah. That's every yeah. job. And every job. So when I first got into bartending, Officially, I had already been doing it for a couple of years, but you know, more like you know, under the table kind of thing. And so I just took a job at the first place that would hire me, you know, full time. And I did not know so many cocktails back then, but I just had to go through it, had to go through it, had to go through it. And whenever I'm talking to someone who wants to get into bartending, I always tell them the only way you're going to learn is by doing it. Yeah. You know, and I think that. The learning the cocktail part, it seems like it's the hard part, but it's actually the easiest. Yeah, it's everything else. Yeah, it's the <laughs> other stuff. It's the, I, I don't know, taking orders while you're getting tickets and running out of symbol. Or like, yeah. you know, it's just like it's all happening at yeah. once. Having to remember multiple orders, like, I don't know. It's like the kitchen's on fire, but you still have to cook. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you really do. It's just how it goes. And no matter how much planning goes into it, something's still going to go wrong. And you just have to be ready. But you only get ready by, by doing it. And no matter how long you've done it, there's still going to be something. I just want to jump in and say, like, in true LA fashion, we're doing this. And, then and the sirens. In the back, just going <laughs> off, dealing with whatever the fuck they're doing. Like, that's it's pretty epic. Yeah. So, uh, so <laughs> case in point, um, I remember one time something had happened down the street. And uh, I still had to go to work that day. And I just remember talking to my manager. He's like, I mean, we still got work. Yeah. <laughs> you just you have to block it out. You do. You just have to. You just have to. Which is LA and bartending. You know. But you also are a sober bartender, which yeah. I really, really would love to talk oh, about. Oh yeah. 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 How does how does that how does that work? Yeah, so I have kind of a strange tra trajectory in the sense that I became a bartender after I got sober. And so normally it's the other way around where it's like you've been in the industry, you know, you realize you need to make a change, like, and you do it. But for me, like, I got sober and I, I always, you know, I, I liked bars, obviously, because it's like me having, me having to get sober, uh, it, it was because, yeah, I'm an alcoholic I, and I, I had a drinking issue. And so I realized that, like, I had to stop. Um, but working around alcohol didn't really scare me or make me nervous because... I've noticed that like my life for me personally has gotten better since I've stopped drinking, so I don't really want to do anything to change that. But I can recognize that other people don't have problems and other people enjoy going out and drinking and like it, it's something that I can still provide for people in a safe way. Yes. Um, and so it does come with certain challenges, like I don't know what all the cocktails taste like. However, my other senses have become really heightened. like. You, like smell? Yeah, no, my, my sense of smell. Also, I, I've invented multiple cocktails at the old restaurant I worked at and this one that I um, tasted all the non-alcoholic components and then smell the, the liqueur, whatever it is that I'm using, um, or I just remember what vodka, what whiskey, what those things taste like. You know, and so by doing that and by understanding the builds of cocktails are all based on kind of the same like formula almost. Um, 
I, I've been able to invent drinks, make drinks, and like know, okay, this one's gonna be too sweet, this is gonna be too sour. Like I just, I don't know. I know it without having to taste it. Right. That's yeah. fucking impressive. It really is. That's Thank fucking you. impressive. Yeah. How long have you been sober? Thank you. Um, just about two years. So nice. Congratulations for that as well. Yeah. But as I told you before, before we got started, uh, one of the main bartenders that taught me how to bartend was a sober bartender. And uh, it was uh, the same thing. He would always tell me, if a cocktail doesn't smell right, it can't taste right. Yeah. So you don't have to taste it to know how it's gonna. Yeah, and it's smell, it's a uh, color. Like you can tell a margarita is like, okay, if it's turning out like uh, bright green, like there's way too much lime in that thing. Exactly. Like you yeah. can just, you can see these things. <laughs> right, right. Um, you can also tell if a drink, uh, goes too high on the glass or if it's too low, like you can just you can visibly see when you've made a mistake. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Some people can. Some some people cannot, but it's like if you want to be a good bartender, you have to start to, to pick up on those kinds of things. Right. right? They, you gotta take your ego out. Yeah. You really gotta take your ego out. Some people can. Some people can some people have right. YouTube shows where they probably shouldn't. <laughs> Yeah, I thank you for sharing that story yeah. with you know everyone here as well. But um, yeah, that's all I have. For no, I'm still I'm still kind of impressed by the whole yeah. not having to taste it. That's thank you. Yeah, yeah. I, that's I, pretty fucking cool. I yeah. think um, like you know, and, and also though, it would be like taking too much credit if I only said it was because of myself. But it's also like my coworkers. You know, because um, when I am inventing a new drink, I, I have them taste it, and, and they can also like tell me, oh, actually, this could use something. Um, or you know, in the it doesn't happen for me often when I feel like, oh, I might have made this wrong. Like, did I fuck up? But like in the rare chance that I do that, I will have somebody else taste it if I feel like I can't. So it's not just me. It's like also relying on other people, and that that also goes for you know, I work here. I work at Alamo Draft House, and we have. Well, like 45 beers down here. Um, somebody's asking for my opinion. Like, mm -hmm. what's your favorite beer? And I'm sorry if I've ever given you a beer. I have lied. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, but what I do is I say what I know I would like. Yeah. And I used to really like IPAs. So I think the Racer 5 is probably the closest to a Lagunitas that we have here. And that I would like. So I recommend that one. Um, I've also then heard what other people say about like, oh, this one tastes really fruity or this one's really sweet and I could see what's popular. Mm -hmm. So I will sell to you what other people like. Yeah, you, you went into your cell voice a little bit there for a while. You're like, yeah, so this one is the closest to That's the same way that we, we all have that. We all have that. We don't, mean, we don't mean to do that way. Yeah. So since, since we're here, Tell us a little bit about what you do here. What's, what's your role now? Yeah. Because you're, I'm getting that you're not, you don't bartend anymore. I do. Oh, you do? I do. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I just, I so I left that that restaurant I was at. I was very lucky to find Alamo, and uh, I now bartend. We have two bars here, so we have this bar, Video Vortex, um, which operates like a regular bar, and then we have our service bar, which is up in the kitchen, and that serves all fall feeders. Um, so when I'm down here, it's kind of, yeah, like a standard bar, and then up there is just making like mass quantities of cocktails that uh, you don't see the customers and it just goes out to them. Which that can be like a lot of fun when you're oh, yeah. not, when you're on one of those days where you just don't want to talk to anybody. Oh. But you still like to do the job. 
It's still fun because you still get to work with your coworkers. See, I love both because uh, I really do enjoy the like face to face down here. But right. yeah, let's say I'm having a bad day, or right. you know, I can go up there. I can just make drinks, like cut a bunch of limes. Like I can just like do these little tasks that yeah. just feel good to do. Yeah, yeah. And it's, not have to talk to anyone. Yeah, which yeah. on those days, that's what you need. Right. It really is, which is like being in a. If you're in a bar that has a service well, because that's kind of how I view that, mm -hmm. is like being in a service well. I'm sure you have the same thing. You're not talking about the mic again. Being in a service well and everything like that. You're still not talking <laughs> to the mic. Talking to the mic. At this point, I'm just being petty. We know. But uh, I'm sure you've had the same thing where you have a night where you're like, I just want to be in a service well. Yeah. I just want to be tickets. That's yeah. it. I don't want to talk. Yeah. It doesn't mean you're in a bad mood, you just I don't have the energy for it, you know? Yeah. No, I totally agree. I still want You don't to. have a segue? No. I, <laughs> yeah. I was asking her how it is working here, like what, yeah. what you do, and then you went off on your things. Yeah. No, but it's good. I mean, to, to elaborate on like what you're talking about with sometimes maybe not wanting to be around people, um, the time when I, I feel that the most, or maybe I've been feeling that lately, is um, I, you might experience it also as men, but like being a, a woman bartender like comes with a lot of. There's, I know there's, exactly what it's like to be a woman well, bartender. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, flirtatious like like comments you know by people or it's like thank you for bringing that. You know what I mean? You're being nice to them, and then suddenly it's like, can I have your number? And it's yes. like, what? Like I'm here doing my job. Drunk yeah. people confuse being nice with. Yeah. Them. And, it, and it's, it gets exhausting because it's like, I'm behind this bar, I have nowhere to go. I can't, like, say, actually leave me the fuck alone yeah, because no, I'm can't. working, so I can't talk like that. Well, so, it depends on where you work. Yeah, you know, I feel like maybe I could start talking like that here. I'll, I'll ask my manager and say. Well, maybe, you never know. And plus, your co-workers would have your back. Well, that's the thing, that's yeah. The thing. Like, depends on who, who started it, how we get there. Because I've worked in places where the manager doesn't have your back, and I've worked mm. in places where they do. And when the manager oh, yeah. has your back, oh my god, that is that is the best bit. <laughs> that is the best bit. Oh, yeah. When when someone wants to complain to the manager, you bring the manager, and the manager's like, "Yeah, get the fuck out." That's right. But you you are a manager. No. No. Okay. No. I'm. I am a. It, it feels like you're trying to get her a promotion. Could you keep elevating her? Up? Well, I'm just. I mean, if they want. To get her, yeah. No. I'm. I'm. Open. I. I am a very smart person. You know. Thank. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. You heard it here first. You know, maybe, yeah, the promotions in my cards. You got a little something for it, you know. She'd be willing to listen to it. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm, also, I'm just happy, like, really doing what I'm doing. Um, That's awesome. But, but yeah, like, I, I guess, like, what I was saying is it's, uh, you know, most of the time I love our regulars, too. Like, especially here, working at a movie theater, like, you have the coolest people who come in. You just have people who want to come and, like, watch movies. Especially and, like, yeah, it's so right here because we show like these old films or like really kind of niche films, like anime stuff, like stuff that appeals to I, I, like certain types of people, I guess. You know, to nerds. To nerds, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the thing I've noticed is that movie nerds are also just really nice. Yeah, they are. And like usually. Yeah, most, most of the time. Yeah. And so most. It depends of, on the length of their face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So mostly the 
people here, I absolutely love serving. I love talking with them, yeah. and it's great. It's just, yeah, that when it's the, you know, I even have some regulars who are just like, yeah, men, men who are trying to like hit on me while I'm doing my job, and it's like, you know, especially when they continuously come in, it's just like, man, what do I do? Like, I can't just right. make work. Like, right. I have to just right. like sit here while you stare at me. Yeah. You know. And, and yeah. with our job, we're we're coached to always smile and yeah. give that that positive energy and everything like that. Be engaging and all of those things that someone who's drunk and lonely already takes as a signal. Oh, totally. Yeah. It just magnifies it so much more. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, thank you for bringing that up. And that was actually one of my questions was, how do you deal with that? Yeah. Because it's still, you also, you still want money, I think. No, of course. So how, how do you feel, um, as a woman in the service yeah. industry, what, what are some of the ways that you feel comfortable being able to? Well, you know, you know I think everyone's going to have like, a different approach with it. Um, for me, like, if someone's being really forward or really direct, like, I have an easy one, which is like, I have a boyfriend. And so mm -hmm. I can just say that. And he's handsome as fuck, by the way. That's and right. Isn't, yeah. And he's probably going where people just point out how he has a beast. Look at this. Look at this guy. He's chiseled jawline in the dark. <laughs> you know how handsome you gotta be to be handsome in the dark, my boy? Just saying. For him, there are no lights. Turn the lights off, baby. You're like, yes. <laughs> I do like the lights off. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so I uh, I would say I have a boyfriend. But that all, that also doesn't always work. No, it doesn't always. Yeah. Um, or it's just like okay, I will find something to keep me busy. If you're on the right side of the bar, mm -hmm. I will then go over to the left side of the bar and do like all the glassware. Yes. I will then just like find another task. Yeah. Like I will do anything to stay as far away from you as possible. Well, so you're like, oh, I gotta just like pick up these glasses and sit them back down. polishing the same wine glass for a half an hour. I still see specs. I'm sorry. I can't put this out there. Yeah, we have yeah. a standard at the album. Okay? I gotta polish this glass. Exactly. So there are, there are ways to kind of like get away while still doing your job. Right. You know? But you're still stuck. Yeah. Which is like uh, you're like a buoy. Right. You know? Like you, you want to try to float away, but you can't. You're still kind of stuck there. You gotta wait for that boat to just pass on fucking by. Yeah. Please. Sail away, man. Please. Get out of here. I think I also just like to hope that like most things will work out. And so like, you know, yeah, let's say like there's someone coming in like being annoying or whatever. Like they'll eventually move on. They'll eventually find another bar with another bartender they can hit on. Like they're not gonna be here forever. We hope. We hope. And I mean, I'm sorry for whoever the next person is, but it's like, you know. I, I just, yeah, I, I try to not worry too much about it, although I think lately it's been frustrating me, which is why I brought it up. <laughs> well, as I said, it was going to be one of my questions. Yeah. How do you deal with that? With people flirting <laughs> with me? Yeah. How do you tell a guy, hey, I'm not interested? <laughs> I don't because I want their money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not interested, but I'm just ours. like, hey, you know what? Yeah, go ahead. So you, you'll flirt for the, the, the thing. Yeah. Is, here, here's, I will. I will flirt. I'll just. It'll be kind of like a like a neutral state. I guess I'll just accept whatever compliments you're giving me, and it's like, oh yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah, appreciate it. Thank you. I I never. I don't like try to cut it off. It's like, yeah, I mean, but it's also different for a guy. But I just like just keep going. You know, give me your money, whatever, because no matter what, you have to leave before I do. 
So if you're here till last call and the doors are closed, you still gotta go and I still gotta clean. So you know eventually you have to get out. Eventually you have to get out and probably not gonna wait around for you. No. Well, never. Have you looked into your own eyes? No, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Like so that being one of those things that we never have to deal with mm -hmm. as being men, um, never having to have someone walk us to our car and anything like that, like those are some of the things that we've never been able to really talk about on the podcast. Yeah. You know? um, but they do need to be highlighted. Like, okay, it's one thing you can come in and you're, you're paying for my time, you're right. paying for this experience, and I'm giving you that. But once we leave here, you need to leave me alone. But yeah. for women, like, you can't just walk to your car by yourself, which is really fucked up, especially in this industry. Yeah. Like, and no one ever fucking really talks about it outside of the industry, but we all know we can't let you go to your car by yourself. Even yeah. if we don't like you, which everyone likes you, but I'm saying, no, I've walked walk coworkers to their car that I didn't like those motherfuckers. Yeah. I, I, I don't want anything bad to happen to them. No, I mean, I think it's great that you do that because not everyone thinks about it, you know, and, and there are definitely some late nights where I'll just like walk alone and um, not think too much about it, but there is always that kind of in the back of my mind, like even just like, oh, is somebody going to come up behind me right now or like, you know, am I going to run into somebody on the street? Um, and so luckily, a lot of times we have like two closers down here and we'll finish at the same time yeah. and we tend to just like go together. That's awesome. That's awesome. And most of the time that's because uh, Moses, my coworker, wants to ride home. So he walks to my car so that I can get him. <laughs> I know Moses isn't here, but I love him. <laughs> yeah, me Moses too. is so fucking awesome. Like He's him. my roommate, you know, we live together. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. He's my roommate. Oh my god, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's nice to have a coworker who is also in the service industry though. Um, yeah. Especially when you can kind of like understand each other and get along the right way, <laughs> which uh, most roommate situations don't always go that way. But I've also noticed when, when there's two people in the service industry, usually their goals are aligned. Like we gotta make our money and everything. You have your schedule, I have my schedule. And I know what pet peeves you have, you know what pet peeves I have, and you kind of just honor that. And the sleep is the same too, so that's another thing that... Like, we, we get each other. Yeah. I'm not going to come home at whatever time that I know you're supposed to be asleep and disturb that because I know you still got to go out there and deal with all the people when you get up tomorrow, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's nice to have, like, yeah. if you're going to have a roommate, make sure they work in the same field as you. I think it's mostly cool, especially because a lot of us in the service industry have other, um, you know, like passions or other interests that we're pursuing. Exactly. Um, and so it's like you kind of find these like-minded people who want to like work really hard in the service industry, but also work really hard doing something else. Exactly. At least that's the kind of people I've been like gravitated towards. Well, I also wanted to highlight this, and I'd love for you to talk about it too. When when you get in this industry, you start to find the people who want to do the things that you want to do. And they also want to help you with it, or they know someone who knows someone or something yeah. like that. And with other jobs, like if you're working as a cubicle and you have some kind of dream you want to chase, you don't even have anyone to talk to about it. Mm -hmm. But in this particular industry, because we tend to be so close-knit, and we got to be there for each other every shift, it's like, well, what are you doing? What are you working on? How can I help you? Totally. So it's, um, what are some of the things that you're working on? I already know, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, 
sure. Tell, um, well, tell me. I don't know. You can, don't tell them. Tell me. All right, I'll tell you. Uh, I mean, mostly, like, I'm a musician. I, I like making music. Um, I'm currently doing a project where I'm writing a song every day for a year. Um, I'm at, like, day 190. So, Ow! yeah, I don't yes. know if that's what, like, Oh, shout out to that. Yeah. So, have you committed to something for 190 days? <laughs> sure. Because I have not. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. This is like, that's like my like personal project. Um, I, I sing jazz, so I actually sing at Shoo Shoo Baby sometimes. I'm going to be there on Tuesday um, oh, with yes. Sam Barsh. He's a oh, really good shout out to Sam. Yeah. I miss Sam so much. He's going to be back. I'm yeah. so excited. I know. He, he, told, he told me like a month ago, and I, was, I like marked my calendar. Yeah. Like, he's so talented. And, and he's really uh, like welcoming me with open arms. Like, you know, I've been a musician for a while, but like singing jazz is its own thing, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, Gabe introduced me to him and was like, and he was like, yeah, just come sing. Yeah. Uh, and it worked out. He's like, you know what? You got something. Keep coming back. Exactly. And it's like, oh, yes. okay, yes. cool. I remember the first time I heard you sing. Um, and I want to say it was about 12 or 14 different people from Alamo showed up. <laughs> Probably, they're very supportive. And, and exactly, and I just, I just love that moment of when you were singing and the people who didn't know you in the room were like, oh, she's pretty good. And everyone who did know you was like, sing that song, girl. <laughs> like they just went off and like having that support is, is one of the things that I love about this industry the most. Totally. You can find your own like family within this. Yeah, and if I'm gonna be honest, like when I first started this job, I was like, I'm not here to make friends. Like, I'm here to make money. I don't care about any of you. Like, and I, I hate for that to sound so like rude or whatever, but it, it was also me being a sober person. It's like, I knew I was coming into this environment where most people like to drink and like to drink after work. And I think I, I separated myself because I was like, oh, we're not gonna wanna do the same things. Like. I don't need to try to make friends with them, probably because I thought they wouldn't want to be friends with me. Uh, but luckily, after just like working here for a bit, I, I really did start to connect with a lot of them, and we started to support each other. And I can go out to bars with them and not mm -hmm. drink. And uh, and I'm like working on some short films with some of my coworkers. It's like yeah, I totally found that like yeah companionship, I guess, with everyone. It's yeah. it's great. I, I, I like to look at the service industry as just like a just a bunch of misfit toys. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And when we come together, it's just like, ah, you're broken in all the right places, just like me. You know, it feels, it feels like home. It feels like home. What are some of the things you work on other than your bars? Um, sorry, I was looking to start hitting me. So, <laughs> industry, service industry fashion. You know, you're shifting like a dance. Think about it, take one. Your free shift really hard. I did. <laughs> I did. That appreciate it, you know. All right. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> talk, talk about your projects, man. Come on. I mean, wait. I gotta talk to the mic. Talk about your projects. Thank you. Now I can even think of you. That's important. Um, shit. What do I do? Oh, I I came out here for acting and then I also stream on Twitch. I mean, I don't do anything like music. That's much more impressive. So very, very talented. Like, I'm not just saying that because you were nice enough to be on the show. I've heard other people say it, so I know it's true. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I fact check. If I hear more than three people say it, so <laughs> it's gotta be true. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, no, yeah, no. That's the whole reason why I came out here. I mean, yeah. So, still trying to, still trying. To, I mean, it's like a never-ending thing. Like, you just, you gotta. Just keep and, and then we had a, 
like shit, a week ago. No, no, not a week ago, two weeks ago. He was uh, coming in and checking at the bar after a shift and everything like that. And uh, someone who worked at another bar um, in the area was, you know, just chatting with me. And me and that person, like, we're cool, but we don't always have a lot to talk about because our lives are so different. But it was one of those people that I was like, ah, I can't wait for these two to meet. And they just happened to meet that day. And they're both, you know, actors. And with this industry, you never know when you're going to run into someone who's doing the thing that you're doing or knows someone that's doing the thing that you're doing. Yeah. And I just love the amount of support that we all uh, give each other in this industry. Sorry, I got to look at this. Uh, yes. Sorry. Um, yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I've experienced that in multiple ways. I mean, how I'm singing at Shoe Shoe is literally just from Gabe coming in here as talking and be yeah. like, yeah, like, come over. You know? Shout out to Gabe. Yeah. Not here. I think you just yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was waiting for the shout out until he left because I didn't want to embarrass him. Yeah, no, but he's great. And he's someone who I think really cares not only about his own employees, but about the whole like community of service workers like in this area. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. He, I feel like he's always doing whatever he can to like uh, support us. Yeah, just make Absolutely. it better. Make our lives easier. Make our yeah. jobs easier. Yeah. You know? um, I, uh, he's the only manager I've ever seen breaking up a fight and I jumped in to help. <laughs> on more than one occasion. Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh shit, he's in a fight. I'm like, yo, I gotta help him out. I've seen some motherfuckers like, I'm like, yo, hold him down so I can get some kicks in. <laughs> like straight up. So like I just wanted to shout him out, but I didn't want to do it while he was here, you know. We'll be over there. Yeah, we'll be over there eventually. We'll be over there eventually. Yeah. Um, but I, I wanted to kind of work this one in a little bit mm -hmm. as far as when we were just talking about when someone gets uh, the wrong signal as far as that thinking you're interested in. But also, there are times where I will have an in interaction with the guys and it'll just feel like you've already started off on the wrong fucking foot. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, how the hell do I get myself out of this? Like, mm -hmm. I want to try to save it. If you want to try to save it. It's hard. It can. It is. A lot of the it time. really is. It's hard. Yeah. And most of the time, you really can't because they're just like, I'm here to give you a hard time. Like, uh, the movie Waiting, where that one chick comes in and she's just like, I'm just going to be a straight bitch. And she was uh, giving every employee there a hard time. It's like, some people just come in with ill intentions. So, so you, can't, you can't help it. You just got to try to kill them with kindness. Yeah. And, you know, exactly. maybe maybe make their cocktails a little shittier than they need to be, like so they can leave faster. Yeah, and say like this is the worst drink I've ever had. Please, they're the one and, person and tell all your friends. Yeah, they don't come. Yeah, here. and they're the one person that said even though you have like a line of people that compliment your cocktails all the time, like you're shit. Your yeah. your insults mean nothing because you're a shitty person. I, I would say what I normally try to do in those situations where people are just being rude to me, I'll be nice, I'll serve them. But then I'll like have a coworker meet me in the walk-in or something, so I can just bitch about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like because I don't want to like show it to the person, but like the second I have a free moment, I yeah. need to just rant about how much that person sucks. Yeah. You got to vent. You got to vent. And I'm sorry, like, like I would say most people are really kind, and most yes. people that I serve are so kind. But then there's people like this guy who came in a few days ago and like walks up and just goes popcorn. No, hi, how are you? No, may I please get a popcorn? No, just yeah. popcorn. And I was like, oh, you want a popcorn? He's like, yeah. And I was like, hey, do you want anything on it? No, actually, yeah. And I was like, okay, like figuring it out. I bring it out to him because he has a flag at a certain table. I bring it to him. Actually, I want that at the bar. 
I'm like, okay. So I walk it over to the bar, and then like five minutes later, club soda. Like it's just this thing where it's like he's not able to say please or ask me a full question or a full yeah. sentence. Um, and I don't know, things like that. Like I haven't talked to somebody like that who only spoke with one word like in a very long time. So I was just yeah. really shocked by the whole thing. Um, so what did I do? I just served him, charged him accurately, and he eventually left. Yeah. And it's fine, but apparently it's still bothering me a few days later. <laughs> See, the, the petty in me, they, if they're just going to do those one word things like popcorn, I'll bring it in my hand like, here you go. You didn't ask for it in a box or a container. Yeah. Like, here's your popcorn, and just throw them in the left. That's, that's probably why I don't work here. I do some shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I, I, I just have to shut the person down. Like, you're going to give me the, the whole, like, mm. I hate when I go up to someone, like, oh, hey, how you doing today? Popcorn. I just say it. Popcorn. Yeah. Oh, we have popcorn today. Um, all right, cool. I guess I'm watermelon. You, you can be whatever you want to be. I'll be whatever I want to be. Yeah. And sometimes, sometimes it's awkward, I think, like when the bar's really busy, let's say, and then you're you're wanting to introduce yourself and say, like, hey, how are you? And like sometimes you'll ask, how are you? And then they'll say the beer they want, and then they'll be like, right. wait, I mean, I'm good. Like, right. you know, a lot of times they try to fix sometimes it. Sometimes they'll like, come back. Sometimes yeah. they'll come back. But a lot of people don't. No, they're yeah. there to, to yeah. get what they want. And it's like, sometimes I feel like they don't really see us as like a person, you know. Servant. Yeah. Servant. That's, that's what they're thinking. You know, yeah. I'm paying you to do a job. No, you're actually not. That is what the tip is. You're mm -hmm. paying for the actual service, which is the food or and or drink or something like that. You're paying that. Yeah, Me yeah. doing that is the actual. That's why I'm asking, or the business is asking you to tip me, which, yeah. which is where the meritocracy comes in of, okay, I want to do a good job. Yeah, I do want your money. I have bills today, but also I'd like for you to come back. If you're nice, yeah. even if you don't come back and support me specifically if I'm not working that day, I'd like for you to come back and support my coworkers. I want right. you to come back to this place, but don't treat me like shit to do it. Exactly. I'm still, I'm still a human being. And, and also, I think like it feels really good to make someone's day, or it just feels good to give oh, someone yeah. a good experience, you know. <laughs> so it's like I make somebody a drink that they really love, and like they have a good conversation, like. It feels good when that happens. Mm -hmm. As know? as much as I get off on being petty towards people that are being shitty, I absolutely love when somebody says, "Oh, this is this is fucking amazing!" Like, yeah. like I'm gonna come here again, and they yeah. come back, and it's like, "Oh, hey, good to see you!" Like, I actually generally love that a lot more than being petty, believe it or not. Yeah. I just had my microphone. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it is <laughs> the one who was fucked up. It is, I am. It is a very gratifying thing to provide like that excellent service and people. Yeah. And the guests acknowledge that and they're like, yeah, this is fucking great. Yeah. Love this place. I love you. You're the shit. Coming back here just for you. Yeah. Love that shit. Yeah. It's like hooking up with someone and getting a good review. <laughs> they come back like, oh, I like what you did to me last time. That's why I'm here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I had to find a way to work that in at some point, right? I wish I had to go. I, I wish you did too. I wish yeah. I did. We forgot so many things. I forgot the pins. Well, the bar has pins. Yes, they did. Every they bar should have. Well, you, um, you remember when we worked uh, at that one bar? Not the first bar we worked at, the second one we worked at in yeah. Phoenix. And they would make us buy our own pins. Yeah, we worked at a bar where if we wanted pens, we had to go downstairs and buy them from the CBS. 
They didn't. They didn't yeah. have rehearsals. Like, we literally had to go downstairs, buy our own pens, and they would. We would go through two bags a night, mm -hmm. per night, because people stole pens. Apparently, Phoenix is low on pens, so everyone just steals it. <laughs> so I now have a bag that's this big that I've had for like five years. <laughs> it's full of pens, and I don't know what to do with them. I just didn't want. You don't because sometimes it's on the fucking table, it's in the kitchen. I'm just like, what the fuck do you want these fucking pens? I don't know, man. I want to. I, I think what I'm gonna start doing is just going to bars and just so, leaving them. No, I'm just gonna leave a couple pens. On that's the gonna be your tip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's a couple pens. <laughs> that's a tip. And you'll see two pens, and you'll be like, I only gave him one. Like. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 that's yours. Right yeah, there. I appreciate that. Like, if you gave me a real tip as well, yeah. like, you just leave pens. Like, we always, always run out of pens. Everybody knows what to do with that bag. There you go. Now I know what to do with the bag. No, that's, yes. That would be so nice. You're welcome. That's why you come to a live show. Shit like this one. Mm -hmm. you, get, you get a good idea. You get a good idea. Yeah. Um, but we are almost at 8 o'clock. I do want to take like a five minute break to give you a break from me and you a break from me as well and everybody else a break from me. I don't get a break from you, I live with you But also, uh, as we said before, uh, if you see those guest books in front of you, you want to write a question down or a topic, then feel free to do that, we'll come pick them up. But we are also going to be doing the raffle, as I said before, although most of the people here already follow the show. So I think what we'll just do is Fucking everybody gets a ticket and we'll just drop it off that way. That's fine. Sound good? Yeah, I'm cool with that. Alright, so we'll meet back here in five minutes. Sound good, everybody? Yeah. Alright, cool. Thank you so much. Thank you.